Welcome to episode three of Empty Chairs and Empty Tables, your podcast about all things musical theatre from the team here at ARU, Anglia Ruskin University. I'm Sean, with me is Ryan and Adam, as always. Good afternoon. Are we all well? Yeah, very well. Thank you. Very well. Is yes, that- very good, thanks. A little bit tired, but... Because you've been in your first big day of music calls, right? Yes. New show, new yep. production. Yep. This yeah, is- it's going Tell well. Tell us about the show. How's it gone? Yeah, it's going well. So it's Bear, a pop opera. It's going really well. They did a really good job today. We have done three songs. So we've got through three. Um, and the first one is really big. So it's called Epiphany, the first one. So, you know, do listen, viewers, listeners. Um, but it, it, it goes on for quite a bit. So we have done uh, a vast amount of work today. So they're very tired and so am I. <laughs> but still here. Still broadcasting but still here. to the end. Still here yes. every week. <laughs> So today we're gonna to do we're gonna do a quiz. It's my turn with the quiz today. I haven't been yet, so it's my quiz, which will have some kind of bonus question link thing going on. Uh, and uh, Ryan's gonna tell us about one of his favorite sing, my favorite sings. That's uh, Ryan today. But first of all, we're gonna talk about what's been popular in college audition songs. So there's uh, uh, the uh, old audition tour. Yeah. <laughs> the audition tour <laughs> I'm is. Still, uh, I'm still doing it. I'm still. Yeah, you're still. Cent- oh, yes. Central still auditioning. So uh, how's doing the that standard tomorrow. this year? Yeah, it's good. I mean, look, we get like five to six thousand applicants a year for mm. eighteen places. So it's it's intense. It's, it's all online, all online until the third round. And I think most places are doing that. So, you know, you hear a lot of people singing a cappella, which is a bit. Grating sometimes. The online thing is interesting, isn't it? Because that started during lockdown, but here to stay now? I think so. I mean, the, the benefit of it is that people who do not live in London do not have to pay for travel. They don't have to pay for, for plane tickets, for uh, hotels usually, because you don't know how long you're going to be staying. Um, it is better in that sense. Do we get to see everyone to their full potential? I, I don't know. And, you know, people get to edit themselves. They get to, you know, it has to be yeah. one continuous shot, but... How many times have they done that one continuous shot? We were, yeah, we were talking about that today, actually. So Leon, uh, hi Leon, shout out to Leon, the uh, the director of Bear, came in today and surprised the cast, and um, we didn't think we'd see him today. Um, but we were talking about the same thing, actually, um, and we were talking about because the students they they did their auditions to tape, and obviously Leon had never met them before, and so we were talking about. You know, how many takes do you do before you get that one take? But also the pressure is off, I think, from a performance mm. point of view. So you don't have that rush of adrenaline. You you don't have that sort of anticipation of, oh, God, I've got, a, you know, I've got an audience in front of me. And I think that can also bring, you know, some some depth and some some uniqueness to a performance yes. that perhaps lacks sometimes via and, a screen. And likewise, you don't know. It could work against you. You yeah, know, someone could, could could tape very well and get them yeah. on stage and <gasps> disaster. So, yeah. Well, one of the interesting things that comes around uh, at this time every year is uh, a list which is compiled by uh, an MD and accompanist by the name of Inga Davis uh, Rutter. And so thank you for this, um, Inga. This is great. She compiles a list of all the songs that have been done in the college auditions that she plays for. And then she ranks them so that we know exactly which songs are being sung and how many times they're being performed. So we get to see which are the most popular um, mm. and which are, which are the not so done ones. So for your listening pleasure, here are the top 10 audition songs for 2022. And in at number 10, it's down eight places from last year. It had six performances. It's Before It's Over from Dogfight. In at number nine, with seven plays, everyone's favourite ballad from Waitress, She Used To Be Mine. 
in at number eight from the wild party it's how did we come to this on to number seven and if you're looking for a legit ballad how about this one from fiddler on the roof yes it's far from the home i love On to our big number six then. This was a new entry this year with eight performances, Vanilla Ice Cream. In at number five, from Mr. it's Mr. Snow from Carousel. In at number four, it's a song about a woman in love. Yeah, she loved him. He betrayed her. And then he wrote about it in a pamphlet for everyone to read about. What a guy. It's Vern from Hamilton. So on to our top three then for 2022. In at number three, a favourite from Sister Act, The Life I Never Led. Up one place at number two, it's just what you're looking for in an audition. It's one perfect moment. So that leads us to the big number one for 2022. It's a song from Anastasia. It's the first time it's been at number one. It's not Journey to the Past. It's not my Petersburg, it's in my dreams! And that completes your big top 10 for audition songs for 2022. I'm not sure what just <laughs> happened. <laughs> that was brilliant. Absolute sterling effort. Bit of Sean fun. Aquilina. Bit of fun. Bit of fun on the podcast. So uh, now that we've done that, should we talk about them? <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasted five minutes. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm in, I'm in awe. But yeah, so just looking at the list. So um, number number one, firstly, in my dreams, in my dreams, Anastasia. Good song. Yeah, you get to song. show off a lot. It's not. Uh, it's got very different sections. You've got slower sections, more up tempo mm -hmm. sections, mm -hmm. lots of different stuff. You need to mix to a reasonable uh, level in it, to a reasonable height, especially yeah, yeah. that la those last few bars. Yeah, it's a gorgeous show. It's a, uh, it's it's something that's very. It's easy to get into the story. It's easy. It's it's very accessible. And I think that's that's good for an edition. You need a song that you can easily relate to and easily take direction for. Some of the ones that are lower down, I really love. So All Falls Down um, and Astonishing from Little Women. How you get a one minute cut out of Astonishing, I don't know. The song's about seven minutes long or something <laughs> yeah, like that. But if you can, and if you can do it really well, again, you have got you can show some real technique mm. by showing mm. those songs because they are big. They are big songs to be taking on audition. Are they too big? Do you want that well, audition? The, the, thing about, um, the thing about Little Women is that it, it's a big belt song and you don't get the ending without the beginning payoff. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you've got a one minute cut, for example, you're you're never going to get that payoff. So it's just it ends up being shouty. And that's mm -hmm. not what I want to see. What what I want to see in an edition for drama school in particular is connection to the text. It's a story that you understand, you're relating to, you're not performing, mm -hmm. you're not presenting, you're just telling a story and singing, you're acting through a song. That's what I want. And so I'm I'm looking at this this list now mm. and there, there are certain songs there, you know, she used to be mine. If you can take away the externalizations, I really like this. You don't know this man, beautiful That's one song. of my favorites. Oh yeah. We were talking about Parade today, weren't we? We were, we were. Yeah, I, I can't hear Astonishing without hearing Christopher Columbus because yeah. for some reason, uh, you know, singers, for whatever reason, they just love to speak Christopher Columbus, Columbus. <laughs> and I can't stand it. So I also can't hear that. I can't hear that song without thinking of giant hands 
Because yes. instead of, I may be small, but I have giant plans, is the line. <laughs> but in my head, but I have giant, giant hands. hands and I want a jazz hands at that point. Uh, so yeah, well done, Sutton. <laughs> Let's talk about some of these, uh, some of the songs that were on here for men, because all of those top 10 songs were, were female performances. Well, shocker. So some of the men's ones. So there's Lonely Room is up there. Out There is uh, is up there. I'm sure I saw um, the, uh, the chap song from Parade. Um, it's hard to speak my heart. Mm. That always gets on these lists. Good songs for men. You know, the, the thing about mm. that song in particular from Parade, that is a song that requires years. You know, you, you need to connect to that experience. song. Experience, absolutely. Yeah. And I, whenever I hear it, and I do hear it a lot from, from, um, from male applicants, and it's, yeah, it's always a little bit surface. Mm. I, one of my favourite songs for, um, for men is um, Run Away With Me from the Unauthorised Biography. I love that song. Uh, and I, we, I don't see it on the list, I don't think. I so love that two. I love that two men went in and sang Gethsemane from Jesus Christ Superstar <laughs> in a one well, minute cut. That is, yeah, <laughs> that is gutsy. Yeah. Well, we will put a link to this on the uh, great, on the they? podcast really page, great. so you can have a, a look at where. <laughs> take a look at your rep folder. See what places. I think it's important to say that you shouldn't worry too much about doing songs that are regularly done because it's important that an audition panel has something that they can compare you to. Mm. And if it's a completely unknown song, they may end up just listening to the song rather than listening to you. I entirely agree. You know, I, I always say there's no blacklist. There's no, you know, do not sing memory from cats. That doesn't exist. But if you sing memory from cats and you make a mistake, then we'll all know. And that's just, you know, it shows that if, if you can't even sing that, correct, you know, it's, it's, it's a double-edged shard and it's it just pick a song that shows you off. Likewise, I don't want to see someone singing a song that's way too high for them because they want to push themselves. No, because you're, you're out of your comfort zone. You're in this addition environment. Don't push it. Yeah, always better to do something simple well than, yeah, try and push yourself to something more complicated that you don't quite pull off. Couldn't agree more. Uh, how do you feel about ballads in audition? Because personally, I'm not a fan. I'd rather have something with energy that was up-tempo, showed me character. I don't mind a ballad. I quite like a ballad. Um, what I don't like is, is when... It, like we were just saying, when it's very samey. To, mm. uh, it's very obvious, isn't it? When um, a, a performer has listened to the cast recording or, or the song a number of times, and they pick up on really small nuances, you know. Um, and if you know the song just as well as a panel member, you know what they're doing. And I don't like carbon copies of anything. So I don't mind a ballad, but I like to see something new or hear something new. So as long as there's originality then I think it's fine, personally. I agree, I agree. And my my issue with up-tempo songs is the the instinct, the, the I've just seen Killer Instinct on the list, which is one of the songs that people sing, but the instinct to, um, to externalise and demonstrate in a fast song is so high, and it just instantly, you're disconnected from the words. I want you to connect to the words, and sometimes a ballad is the best way of doing that. Wow, so I've just seen uh, Gorgeous. Is that from the apple tree? I mean, sure, let's see it. <laughs> that is, that's so ridiculously hard. I mean, wow. I'd love to know from, who was the lovely that, person you said? That's why only one person d did it. Yes. Oh, true. One, yes, that's one. why there's no numbers next. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, mm. yeah, listen to that. Gorgeous from the apple, the apple tree. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It's an amazing <laughs> song. Well, thank you, Inga. As I said, we'll put a link to that and we'll put uh, a link to your website as well. Uh, so look at, have a look through that. It's a really good list. You can also check what was done in previous years. I think uh, the lists go right back to um, 2016. So there's plenty of information there to find out about what's being sung. Right now, though, it's over to you, Ryan Murphy, for your favourite sings. Yes, and uh, this week, my favourite sing is... 
I'm so glad that we got to that sort of D minor section. Yeah, I mean, all of us were sat around <laughs> the table going, when are we going to fade it out? But we all knew, we all knew when so, was right. <laughs> so, of course, we're talking about Wicked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> only joking, uh, obviously. Yes, it's Les Mis. Um, so, Les Mis. So, the reason why I chose Les Mis is because it was the first musical that I saw in London back when I was probably, I want to say five or six. So a long time ago. Was that when it was still at the palace? Yes. Yeah. And it was, I just remember being, you'll hear this from everybody that's seen their first musical, I'm sure. But I just remember feeling completely enthralled by everything. And I think it's because it's such an orchestral, such a huge sound. You know, the timpani start going at the beginning, you get that reverence, that big sound. And I still remember just thinking, oh my God, what is this? What is this? And then it was sort of three, well, it was a lot longer. Uh, it was, you know, three and a half hours, I think, of um, of continuous singing and acting and um, movement. Let's not say dance, but... Um, so, yes, Les Mis is my all-time favourite musical, I would say. Quite a big statement. I know there are other musicals that are just as good, if not better, out there. Um, but I think it's traditional. It's dynamic. I love the story. Um, I am a sucker for romance. <laughs> and I love the heart and soul of this musical. Is the music of a people who will not be slaves again when the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums? There is a light. And I mean, I've got to say this don't forget that Patty. I knew you were going. <laughs> Let me just say for the listeners, Ryan was very specific about what recording we were allowed to use. Well, I was. I wasn't that anal about it. I, mean, I, I was, I guess. I did say I want the 1985 um, cast recording. But that wasn't just because Patty um, obviously starred. She originated the role of Fontaine in the musical. Um, but I do think it has, it brings back a lot of memories and it just has a rawness to it. I think maybe because of the age of it as well, mm. but it does have a rawness to it. Um, it still, it still holds up. And whenever I go to see Les Mis and whether, whenever I take students to see Les Mis, I can't help, but I just can't be bored of it. I'm just not bored of it. And that's got to be a telltale sign, hasn't it, surely, that that, that is the musical for you. If you, if you enjoy mm. something that much that it never gets old, then, you know, they're doing something right for you. You know, the composer, the lyricist, the the performers. Um, and it's a marathon as yeah. well. Well, so it's interesting you say that because I think it used to be a marathon. Uh, we took students to see it um, late last year. Uh, in yes, the, yes, in you the did. In the Stephen Sondheim Theatre. Yes. And so that's a very, it's a different production to the original one that was at yes. the Palace. It's much more based on the touring production. Mm -hmm. It's very, I mean, it is very, very slick. And mm. they get through it in just under three hours. Wow. So the tempos are quick. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. Which means sometimes the the really beautiful moments don't have all that time to settle and really mm -hmm. um, kind of get their full worth because you're rapidly moving on to the next thing. Um, and for me, some of it felt a bit like a production line. Like it starts at 7.30 and, the, and it just rolls out. It's super slick. It just goes, goes, goes. But the audience loved it and there were 
there was a huge standing ovation at the end. So it clearly works. Like you said, it, people are still going back to it 40 years, nearly 40 years later, mm -hmm. and it's still doing its thing. It's still having a massive effect. And I, I would just like to give a little PSA, public service announcement. There is no show that has a better, in my opinion, better end of act one than this beast. I fight with you. Do you think that this show, this end of Act One, is what laid the blueprint for future massive, oh, overlapping absolutely. end of Act One? I think ones? so. Because we hear it in so many, so many shows now. We have a little bit of everything you've heard yeah. so far. I'm just trying to think if anyone had done that before, but I will have to get back to you. I mean, mm. it is it is huge, and it does bring everything together as you want in an Act One finale, where you feel very satisfied that the act has come to an end, but you've mm -hmm. still got loads more to come in Act Two. Yeah, you could be, I mean, you could be fooled for thinking, uh, if you really weren't paying attention, that that, just that because of the credential and, you know, yeah, that is yes. it. Yeah, goodbye. And I'm sure some people probably haven't come back because of that. <laughs> Do you, but, you know, yeah. not everyone loved it at first. No, it didn't no, do very well, did it? No, 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 it didn't. Critically. I, I found, um, I found a, a, a critic for the Daily Mail um, who, who was uh, not, not too keen on it. Um, it was Kenneth Huron who wrote in 1985 review, quote, watching it is rather like eating an artichoke. You have to go through an awful lot to get a very little. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. And, and Michael Ball, of course, Michael Ball. Yeah, of, who we heard. Of, of yeah. Radio 2 fame. Um, he, he said um, in, in a BBC interview, he said, we thought we'd be looking for new jobs after the first night. No one thought it would do well. It was so, you know, classical in a way and, and fantastically received ever since. Mm. I mean, there, there are obviously, I mean, I, because we, we lecture in musical theatre and, you know, we talk about the contextual um, elements of, of, of theatre. There is that um, danger, isn't there, of the fact that it is sung through and therefore, you know, you don't get that mental break in between songs to take stock of what's happening mm. as soon as you lose something or you don't hear something or whatever you've lost a little bit of the story and that i know that in the past that has been a criticism of sung through musicals in particular but despite that i still can't help but love it well, and that surprised some people in the film, right? Some people came out of the film and got, oh, they sing everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yep. What did we make of the film? Did you think that was a good, did oh, it justice? I, I did it show justice? hated it. Hated it. Why? I, I, I just sat there and I was like, oh, it sounds unpolished. This should be a perfectly performed show. It sounded, oh, the best thing about it was Javert's crack when he fell off the bridge. And it was summed up when they threw a piano off in one of the fights. Yes. Vocal crack, do you mean? No, 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 no. That was, that was a, summed up by his crack. Yeah. That's that explicit. I liked, I liked the innovative way they, they had thought about, you know, with the earpiece. Was it innovative or was well, it lazy? Like, for fi well, for film. Yeah. For film. For a film musical, I don't think it had been done before. I'm not sure. Um, someone can, can write in and tell me no, if it I'm was, wrong, it was new. It was it, new I remember it distinctly being something that was spoken about and something innovative. And... I liked the fact that they gave the actors the choice to play with that sort of rubato free mm. time. 
you know, so that it wasn't so prescriptive, um, which may have made the film feel a little bit mechanical, maybe. So that I think that what they were trying to do is make it appealing to people that want to see acting, you know, in inverted commas. But then you know. what, what we got by proxy of that was fairly, in my opinion, mediocre vocal performances. Mm. Well, some of them didn't even reach mediocre. Well, indeed, right? Um, Sean's microphone just gone, <laughs> gone walkabout. My microphone just didn't agree with that at <laughs> all. Yeah, my microphone really enough. hated that statement. Yeah, it just it, they, they weren't good. And and I felt like we had lots of showing emotion rather than playing the text and relying on, on filmic techniques and not musical theatre techniques. Also, I thought it was a strange choice to have no reverb on any of the voices yeah. ever. It made, I understand why, because, you know, you wouldn't have reverb in some of those locations, but it did kind of deaden the whole thing. The whole thing sounded very yes. kind of two-dimensional, uh, which I think made it a struggle. Going back to the stage show, mm. do you have a favourite role? You know, someone, if uh, Sir Cameron McIntosh, you know, came along tomorrow and said, <laughs> Ryan, I've got this uh, this role for you to do in Les Mis, what would it be? Uh, definitely Fonte. No, I'm <laughs> uh, no, um, <laughs> no, I would love, I would love to play um, Jean Valjean. And that's only because, well, not only, but I love the role. I do like, I like his journey even though it happens very, very quickly at the beginning, you know, from rags to riches, if you like. But I, I like the, the the vocal. I like how it's written. Um, he's obviously it's a tenor role. I'm a tenor. And it would just work. And I've, I've sung um, Bring Him Home, for those that are listening that know me. It's one of my <laughs> go-to songs, you know, quite a few times. So I think that would be the role that I would choose. Yeah. Amazing. Adam, do you have a... Yeah, the conductor. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great show. I've emptied it once as a, as a school production. I adored it. It was great fun. Mm, nice. What about you, Sean? Uh, so I think probably... When I was younger, I would have said Marius. Um, mm -hmm. But I think it's probably too high. So I think probably Javert. Javert's a funny one because it's it kind of feels like it should be a baritone. It should be quite a, you know, kind of warm, round, deep, kind of darker sound yeah. to contrast with Valjean's yes. tenor. But the way it's written, it does kind of end up being Barry Tenor, sometimes just Tenor territory. Um, and Stars is not an easy thing mm. for baritones. You know, it just lies quite high. But um, there's plenty of there's plenty to get into. You know, he's Valjean's a bit saintly for me. Uh, you know, as, as an actor, he's just a bit oh, nice. Whereas okay. Javert, you can play a bit more. You can get a bit more mean. And it's always fun playing baddies, isn't it? It is. Mm, so I sure. think that's who I'd go for. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm very excited about this. It's time for my quiz. I haven't had a go at this yet. Week three, my quiz. Oh, no. So <laughs> as usual, you have to just guess the show. That's enough to get you a point. Okay. I'm keeping score here. I've guess down the show. That's clever, clever score. But, <laughs> but uh, if you, you'll need to know the titles to get the link. And the link is worth two points. <gasps> what? Two points oh, if you get the link. This is new rules. So show, show title and at the end you'll ask us the link. Yeah. Or can we... Can we give you a guess can, and You like, can give me a guess whenever you like. Okay. I'm not going to tell you whether it's right or not until the end of the great, quiz. Great, okay? okay. I love this. <laughs> oh, I don't. So, uh, <laughs> first of all, buzzers. Uh, Ryan, your buzzer for this week, please. Me. Okay, and... Uh, oh, I think Ryan's a bit depressed. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I promise you I'm not. I should do that again. Can you ask me again? Okay, Ryan, uh, let's have your buzzer. Me. Okay, Adam. Me. Good. Okay, here we go then. Song one. Me. Oh, so specific. Adam. 
It is South Pacific. We're gonna watch that man right over here. He's right. Lovely. Song number two. Got to win this. Me. Me. Oh, it was Adam Just. Parade. Yes. Song. Uh, you don't know this man. You don't know this man. No, no it's was not. No. <laughs> oh, I recognised it enough to know the show, Ryan. <laughs> Can I? Yeah, go on. What's the song? It's hard to speak. It's hard, it was to, speak hard. 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 Okay, here we go. Do I get that? No, no you don't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you might need to know it for later on. Here's number three. Me. Oh, Ryan, straight A in. chorus line. Yes. <gasps> Do you know the song? Very good. Uh, tits and ass. Very good. Here's song four. Strangely quiet, but now the storm simply rests to strike again. Standing, waiting, Me. I I thought you'd get this really quickly. Oh, really? Yeah. I think mainly because we've talked about singing it as a is, duet. Can I ask you a question? Uh, is no. what he's singing at the theme of a different song? Seems a little unfair. No, I don't think so. Just answered a question, right? What's the show? <sighs> you buzzed. No, remember, I know. I'm you, sorry. Do you remember I'm when sorry, you buzzed? I'm going oh, to play some more. I'm going to play some more. I think Oh, that's Mandy Patinkin, isn't it? It is Mandy Patinkin, yeah. Good knowledge. Nah, no idea. Yes, me. Yes. Come on, Ryan. <laughs> people, people are nearing the end of their journey home. Is it? It's not Evita, is it? it no, it's not Evita. No, <laughs> no sorry. Is it? A, is it a Lloyd Webber? No. It doesn't, oh. it doesn't matter. We've not got the points. We've not got the points. It was Sean the, the show was Secret Garden. Oh, oh, of course my it was. Goodness. What was the song? In Lily's eyes. Lily's eyes. We Here we go. It's still two one to Adam. Here's number five. Me. Don't you dare. Producers. It is the producers. Oh. We were talking about this earlier. We were because next week you'll be able to tune into my favourite things, which, spoiler alert, might be related. <laughs> Do you know what the song was? <laughs> um, the, the, uh, the duet between Ula and Leo. It is... No, I don't know what it's called, but it's that. Okay, I'm not going to tell you because okay. I give the link away. Here's number six. Oh, I remember what it's oh, what God. it's called, but I'm not going to say it because uh, oh, I feel, I'm going to hold on to that oh, knowledge. I know it. I know it. What though. a competitor. I, Anton. Uh, me, me. Take my side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've lost. Haven't I? What's the song? <laughs> no, you, you could still draw. Oh. I don't know. Maria. <laughs> no, it's not Maria. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Tonight. <laughs> Mambo. It conga. Was... It's a conga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so cruel. You'll have to listen back to episode two to understand why that was funny. Uh, that was uh, one hand, one heart. Oh, of course it was. Here's the next one. Me. Oh, wow. Straight in. Legally Blonde. Yes, Legally Blonde. And I would like to make a guess of the link, which is um, bodily features. Okay. That was chip on my shoulder. That was chip on my shoulder. Here's number eight. Mm, me, 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 me. Heather's. Oh. Yes. Song? No, I've got no. it. I know oh, it. Enough. I know it. Freeze your brain. Oh, Freeze yes, your so brain. Okay, penultimate one. Here's number nine. <laughs> Gentlemen, we need to sell more papers. 
me. Oh, no, me. Oh, please, please. Ryan, just. Is it Newsies? It is Newsies. Which, big news, big news. Yes, it's coming, isn't Coming it? to London. We know Ooh. nothing about it other than the teaser image that it's coming to London. <laughs> I don't want to put pressure on you, but it's four points all. Oh, my goodness. With one to go. Okay. But we've got the bonus. But you have got I the bonus as well. That, so. You have got the bonus as well. Okay, so here's the final song. Me. I mean, well, that was Ryan. <sighs> I'm saying ha 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 and I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> I know but I'm going to guess it. it. I'm going to guess it. Is it Pacific Overtures? <laughs> and the answer and the answer is no. Hamilton. <laughs> What's the song? I don't know. It's a date, probably. 17 old oh, something. God. Okay, uh, Ryan, do you, are you sticking with your guess for the. For yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Bodily parts. Ryan? No, I've forgotten what all of the songs <laughs> well, were. Well, you already got four. Well, of them. Chip on. Is it about food? Oh, Chip. Oh, oh I see nice. That. I see where going there. Uh, That's the only one I remember. <laughs> It was body parts. Oh my ah, goodness. Not well, only did I win, done. but I really won. Well done, Adam. <laughs> the final uh, score, uh, Adam scored seven, Ryan scored four. So the link was, I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair. hair. Uh, it's hard to speak my heart. Uh, Tits and ass. Lily's eyes. That face. One hand, one heart. Chip on my shoulder. Tweeze <laughs> your brain. The bottom line. I kind of cheated there. <laughs> And the last one was Right Hand Man from Amazon. I nearly went for Right Hand Man from Let Me Be Your Right Hand Man. Oh, yes. Uh, I think we did that the other day. Yeah, so I, I went we for did. that one instead. So that is all from us for another week. Thanks very much for listening. Thank you, chaps. And um, we will be back next week. As Adam said, he is on My Favourite Sings. I think, Ryan, the quiz returns to you. It does. Next and you're going to make around. it a bit easier, yes? Of course. Good. Yeah, I, I feel like he's not going to. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. <laughs> anyway, from all of us, have a lovely week. We will see you in seven days' time. Bye-bye. Don't be on compare. Don't be on belief. Mix it in a mincer and pretend it's beef. Kidney of a horse.